I think Keenan Allen is going to absolutely drag his nutsack over <laughs> all our secondary yeah. players. If you're old enough to get drafted into a war, you're old enough to try and tackle there again, right? Like, you're not an optimal smartness, you know? That's a good word that a smart person would use. You're talking about the squeeze of capitalism. They didn't even know it was literal. None of these are round. No, you see that it's all round. It has, it, this it, looks like a Hershey kiss. It goes up in the nipple. Oh, well, this broke again. This broke again. Everything, everything is chaos here, not only in New England, but in life itself. And the dropback set here at a local barn. The where world is falling apart. Undisclosed location. Undisclosed location. We couldn't, we might not even be in America. We don't know. We could be in Germany waiting for the next game. Mm-hmm. Who it's knows? Probably, when, when is the next, you know, Germanic game of football being played? It's a good question. We should ask our local local Germans. I don't know the answer to that. True. All I know is that um, the next Patriots game is not far enough away because I <laughs> don't – I'm not even – I have nothing left. I'm – I thought I was going to be a beacon of hope. No, the beacon is gone. Tear down the lighthouse, brick by brick. Everything. I don't think they need to tear down the lighthouse. Throw Bon Jovi need, off the lighthouse. I think, well, Bon Jovi can stay up there, but I think they just need to redesign the top part of the lighthouse because right now it just looks like a big concrete pillar with an attempt at you know a lighthouse-looking shape, but it's really just <laughs> that's like, so a lighthouse. Poor, no, but it's not a lighthouse though. It's an attempt. It's a really poorly done attempt you know big lighthouses have like, like that lighthouse. like signature you know like dome domish spear at the top you know that looks like appealing you know you look at that and you're like oh that's that's some nice architecture but the, the lighthouse of the dome in foxborough is really flat it's not it's not like good looking they got no dome at the top uh, what are you talking about dome like, Let me I just look know. at a normal look at, lighthouse. Yeah, look at a normal right. lighthouse. Look, uh, look at the brim. You see that? I mean, it's, it's not that a dome, looks exactly like no, what we have. No, the little, the little round part at the top. That's we got not no round, round. It's a point. It's a yeah. We got no point then. That's we got opposite no of point. round. All right, let's. Start, All right, well, but it's it's, it's round and then it it's, goes to a point. For those of you wondering at home, the the a regular standard issue lighthouse has a little nipple on the top, and <laughs> and, I, and the lighthouse at Gillette is nippleless. So. Um, it's not even round at the top. It's just like what are you talking about? Round? Like, 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 None of these even, are round. No, you see that it's all round. It has. It, this looks like a Hershey kiss. Up with the nipple. I don't know, man. Regardless, Anyways, the the <laughs> beacon in Foxborough doesn't look that appealing. Doesn't look that nice. You know, we got to change that around. We got to change this team around. I, well, I bye think, week was not long enough for us. Yeah, they should have um, given us a bye month. Months, to be honest honestly, with you. just bye bye. We're gonna replace you with Alabama <laughs> and see how you can do Patriots how how the Alabama game. does, you know. Just what if what if the NFL did that at the you know towards the end of every season? Teams that were just doing so horrible, they said, you know what, screw it. We're just gonna implement, you know, the best team in college football is gonna come and play and replace the worst team in the NFL schedule. And it'd probably be a bloodbath, but people would watch. Well, actually, as a matter of fact, funny you should mention that. Um, way back in the day, in like the fifth, maybe even before the fifties, the NFL champions used to play the college national champions. Oh boy! And I believe there was one time where the national champions beat the NFL champions. That's I don't like know. A, let me storybook ending. Me, yeah, if that's the case. Uh, let me Google that. Like you, that that should, in theory, uh, maybe. I, <laughs> I was gonna say, it should in theory be like a bigger than like the miracle on ice game, you know? But not really because they did the exact same thing. Um, but like it was more exacerbated because they're college players beating the best hockey players in the world. NHL players lost to to the Russians then. But let me. I want to see. Uh, okay. Okay. So. Uh, yeah. There's. A oh, long the Lions history. used to be back in the. Wow, that's fun. Good for them. Um, Lions. So, the Bears were playing. Packers. Redskins. There was. Uh, Oh wow! There were multiple times when the college all stars won. So, in the first time was in 1937. The college all stars beat the Green Bay Packers six to nothing. When was the last time? Wow. I'm curious. Uh, 1963, 
the college all-stars beat the green bay packers 20 to 17 wow and they stopped running it in 1976 that's actually shocking that that it went on for that long yeah and i feel yeah you've never even i've never even heard about it you know and that that's i wonder why they stopped doing it well, probably because NFL athletes make millions and millions of dollars. That's a good point. And it probably would have turned – I mean, the Pro Bowl is, like, already shitty to begin with, you know? Yeah, I wish um, – I honestly wish that um, there was less of a business mindset and more just this is a really cool industry. Let's have as much fun with it as we can. I understand that owners and GMs look at these players as products and not really, you know – that first, and I mean, foremost. yeah, there's, there's millions of dollars on the line. Yeah, I get it, but like, also, fuck it, we ball. Like, that would be so cool, <laughs> you know? Imagine Patrick yeah. Mahomes playing against like, uh, like Jaden Daniels in some championship game in LSU. It'd be pretty entertaining. It'd be good, you know. It would get a lot of ratings. It would like, definitely like that sort of game would probably be a top 10 yeah. game to watch comparatively like, to the NFL. It's like yeah. NFL's overall, like, I don't know what their average ratings per, per game is. Right. But you would definitely top all that. Just people. It's just like a cool conversational yeah. thing. Like going up to someone random, be like, Oh, did you think <laughs> Caleb Williams is going to actually play some real NFL teams with his college football yeah, team? Cool. With C, you know, and also I think he does any damage. Imagine we spins up like the Lions, you know, yeah, like, with his college football team. I think spin zone on that too. Imagine like an eighteen-year-old, like true freshman, trying to tackle Derrick Henry in the open field. Yeah, like a child. That Isn't would be. That? Awesome. I think old that, enough to play college football, but you're not legally old enough to play in the if, NFL. If you're old enough to get drafted into a war, you're old enough to try and tackle Derrick Henry. And that's that. That's facts, Jack. Yeah, that's that's facts. But yeah, um, I guess I was gonna think of a different fact of the day to start us off, but I think that's a, a pretty good one. So I'll I'll keep yeah, it that. That is that is a really good fun fact that because no. I, you know, honestly had never Never known before that that even was. Oh my God! There was a game. They the have the case. attendance here written too. There was a game in uh, one of these All Star games in 1947, fresh off WW2, where there, <laughs> that's, there it's were probably electric. <laughs> and get this. So right after this, the College All Stars played the Chicago Bears. A hundred and five. Thousand people were in attendance. Wow! And the college all stars beat the Bears sixteen to nothing. Jeez, that's insane! Wow, wow, what a run they I went mean, on here. No, yeah, that is insane. But also, you know, somebody to think about for that game at least. I don't know if this was like a hot conversation topic back then, but you know, a lot of the Bears players probably fought in World War II, and then they come back and play some college football guys who have been, you know playing and you know academics for a couple of years and just get shit pumped right after winning the war so that's tough so like thank you for this thank you for your service now watch me hang this 50 yard bomb on your head <laughs> now watch it because like not only like a 16-0 victory like you you got out like physical the whole time they're, they're probably just pushing you around doing whatever yeah, they want like that's these, not a dominant victory these... but like you know they're these poor guys had PTSD. They're seeing the blitz yeah. and they're thinking of, you know, <laughs> not thinking about the football player. I think they're storming the beaches in Normandy. There's machine gun fire at them. <laughs> These fucking college kids are running all over us. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, bring it back. I say we'll sign a petition. Yeah. On that, I'd, I'd be down for that. Start one. We could, we can, Start you know, petition, yeah. get, get some you signatures know, least, out there. If, you know? if, if all of you listening at home agree to sign this petition, then uh, we'll send it around, yep. and hopefully we can get this thing moving again. You know? We'll send it to Big Cat at Barstool. <laughs> yeah, he'll, he'll push the needle. He'll push it. He'll be like, you know, that's not a bad idea. You know, like, that's how he talks. That's yeah. how he talks. Yeah, uh, Big Cat. That's how he talks. <laughs> uh, what All is right. your fact well, of the day? Speaking my fun of fact of the day, <clears throat> this caught me by surprise. Okay. Um, because, you know, I would say the business world is, you know, it's got its formalities, but you know, some formalities may come at a cost. Like, did you know that wearing a tie can reduce your blood flow, blood flow to the brain by 7.5%? Yeah. Have you ever noticed brain surgeons don't wear ties? Well, Why do you think that is? Well, you know, they're not giving a presentation and they're not meant to look nice per se, but 
is looking nice quite worth it at the end of the day if you like if you're you know you're probably not a smart person if you reduce blood flow to your brain it's like you're not an optimal smartness you know that's a good word that a smart person would use yes you're not an optimal smartness because if you if, if, if your brain's at full you're capacity a, you you know, you're at, i'm not which is why i can i'm so clear with my, with my, my optimal smartness exactly so when you're at full brain capacity mm. you know maybe you make you, you have optimal blood flow maybe you make better decisions as opposed to someone who's wearing a tie that I mean, that being said, you know, according to this 2018 study, um, the addition to adding a tie um, increases eye pressure and carrying germs. Wearing a tie can also make you feel nauseous, dizzy, as well as cause headaches. So mm. that might be why um, the workplace has been seen as a very depressing environment for a long time because people are wearing ties. People are slowly being choked by their. Yes. Corporate zombies are being choked by the very thing meant to make them look good. They're talking about the squeeze of capitalism. They didn't even know it was literal. <laughs> they didn't even know it was the tie. <laughs> That's uh, toxic. Well, hey, guess what? We're not wearing ties. And so that means that we have good brain flow right now, which means you all listening at home should trust every word we say mm -hmm. because we're so optimally smart. And oh, we're the smartest out here. And you know what? Take it from us. When it comes to <laughs> you didn't have a you didn't say. have anywhere to go. <laughs> I felt a good segue happen, and I was like, I'm gonna segue this into talking about the Patriots somehow. And then I finished, you know, saying those words, and just nothing came to me after that. So well, since we have such good brain flow and we're so smart, and you guys should listen to everything we say. You should trust us when we say that this New England Patriots team is dead in the water. Not only is it dead in the water, it's been shot with a 12-gauge at least 14 times. And at this point, it's not a sinking ship. The, the, the ship is 15 feet below water. The and, ship is um, sinking past the whiskey. True. Mac Jones is asking for his last cigarette. Yeah. Tell Bill Belichick that I love him. Not to worry. This is the end. This is the end. This is the end. This is the end. I don't know if it's the end of Bill Belichick, but it sure is the end of any sort of hopes going forward this season. You know, there's if we if, if we have a seven to ten game versus the Giants, it's like with the rest of these games on, on this this calendar. You know, what do you really look forward to watching? None. I don't mean to be so pessimistic, but Patriots Chargers next week. Not gonna lie, I'm pretty interested to see that because you know I think the Chargers are con artists, but I also think we suck. So that's an easy yeah. win for the Chargers. But how is Justin Herbert gonna play against an actually competent defense? I think Keenan Allen is going to absolutely drag his nutsack over <laughs> all of our secondary yeah. players. I predict. Watch Quentin Johnson just have. A oh my god! Career jump game. off the roof. If I think Keenan Allen is going to comfortably have over 150 yards and two touchdowns. I think he's probably going to finish. This is my, my bold take of the day. Hold on. Put on the, I haven't seen this in a while. Hot take helmet. Keenan mm -hmm. Allen will finish with exactly 183 yards receiving on 13 catches, and he'll have two touchdowns. So if you have, okay. if you have Keenan Allen in fantasy, start him next week, and you will win. My bold take. All right. My hot take. Oh, get back here. <laughs> My hot take is you can forget about everything he just said <laughs> because Keenan Allen is not going to have a crazy game like that. going to have a single catch. Like, I think Justin Herbert's going to play a very mediocre game. You know, they're going to have full control of the game because we're only going to put up 10 points if that. Um, but Chargers are only really going to put up like 23 points-ish. You know, hot take helmet, boom. Justin Herbert, you know, career-wise, did you know that since the Chargers have gotten Justin Herbert, they are 30 for 30, they have scored 1,508 points, and they have let up 1,507 points. That's a crazy stat. Almost 
perfectly balanced, but not <laughs> quite. Insane, actually, not quite. So I, you know, they're the Chargers are the Chargers. They've cursed by themselves. Um, and you know, it'll be interesting to see how Justin Herbert can, you know, play against this defense. I'm going to be honest. Looking at the rest of the schedule, I don't see a single game where I feel comfortable saying that we have a greater than like 40% chance of winning. Yeah. I, I would maybe say maybe the Jets. Yeah. Maybe just because the they, they are in like a worse quarterback situation than us. Shout out Tim Boyle. But you like know, not even. So they're not, we're in the same situation. They I, just have a better. I don't, I saw this on. Uh, do they have online. better offense than us? They have better offensive players, I think. Maybe. But here's it. So Tim Boyle, who's their current starter right now, good catch. He went to UConn, and you would think, like, oh, a quarterback from UConn, you know, in college, you must have had like a yeah. pretty high completion percentage. That's true. Can you guess what it is? What it was? It was like 52 or something like that. Well, that would be a really bad one. Yeah. It was 49%. Jeez. And he, he's an NFL quarterback that apparently uh, one of our men's league teammates is like a distant relative to in hockey. That's so pretty fun. Talk some shit. Shout out Bush Lighton. When we play uh, later tonight, we'll. Uh, See about that. But, yeah, we got the Chargers. Going to lose that one. Steelers, they're not that good. They're, we're going to lose that one. I would love to. I, I you know, I'm. You're anti-Pickett. very anti-Pickett. I don't think Pickett's good. I think Mac Jones in the, the Steelers offense is significantly better than, than Kenny Pickett. not true. Yes. Can't be I, true. I think Kenny Pickett is just not a good quarterback. He's not, and, you know, he's Matt Canada's gone. And, you know, when you're getting, when you got a Canadian playing, American football, you know, we know that doesn't go well. Yeah, this ain't the Grey so, Cup. <laughs> do you other, I mean, do you know any like you know notable professional ca- Canadian football players? I guess sure there are. I just don't. Oh yes, yeah. I do. Um, um, Chase Claypool. He's Canadian. Yes, he is. Chase Pl- Claypool is Canadian. Yes, he is. No, Chase Claypool. I guarantee it. I will bet you a hundred dollars that Chase Claypool. I I will bet you this next drop back that. Look up nationality. Yeah, that was probably a good idea. Oh, boy. Uh, drop rate. That's funny. Nationality. How did you spell that? Wow. Oh, boom. Wow. DJ Moore. G- oh, no, DJ- no, 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 no. Oh, that's okay. just a, he, that's right. another American, receiver. American, American, uh, let's, wow. let's look this up. Uh, Chase Claypool is Canadian. It's been confirmed. Wow. I am very surprised. I'm very surprised yeah. that he's Canadian. Um. I wouldn't have thought. Also, that. don't want to pat myself on the back, but I I knew a Canadian football player in the NFL right off the rip. Yeah, no, crazy. you did. No. <laughs> <laughs> Props to you. That was good. Um, Javon Holland, John Mechie, uh, Laurent Duvernay Tardif, uh, Nathan Shepard. Wait, isn't that? Oh, that's the combination <laughs> of our, our running back. But he's a real guy. Uh, Josh yeah. Palmer. Neville Gallimore on the Cowboys. Matthew Bergeron. Yeah. Well, wow. I can't believe that of all those guys, you knew Chase Claypool <laughs> was Canadian. All right. But anyways, going yes. forward, you know, Steelers ain't looking good. They Their defense is playing well, holding up strong. And, you know, I think they put up 400 yards last week in the absence of Matt Canada. So maybe they'll be better. Maybe maybe we're seeing the rise of uh, Kenny Pickett. George Pickens know? had a pretty okay game. George he, Pickens. I I think George Pickens is really funny. I've always thought he was funny. Like since he got drafted in the in the ski mask, I thought he was hilarious. He always. Before I say this, let me just uh, make sure he didn't like ball out. Um, he always has like pretty okay stats. Like he'll have like three catches for like fifty yards. Oh my god, that's crazy! He had um, three catches for fifty eight yards. And he like celebrates like a madman. It's awesome. Like he made a, a pretty good catch down the sideline that you would think he made in in lieu of like an insane outing. And he made it, and he was just like standing there like this and like pointing down the sideline. It was like you had three catches today. One of them was a forty three yard catch, but he's gone over a hundred three times this year. I mean, he's had a pretty good year: six hundred sixty two yards, three tutties. You know, as long as he doesn't celebrate more than. Um... Chase, remember when Chase Claypool celebrated, um, yes. like a first down he got when there was twenty seconds left in the game that yeah. needed to clock the ball, and he just like did some extra move to celebrate, and it wasted like ten seconds of their time. <laughs> then he got pissed off when his teammates were getting mad at him. 
crazy crazy yeah this has turned into what? a chase claypool episode yeah um i hate chase claypool yeah, i don't really like him either i ever since you know they were on that crazy run with the Steelers where the Steelers thought they were really good when they started off like 9-0, but they were just – it was the most Mickey Mouse 9-0 start to a season ever, and you could clearly see it when they lost like their next six games straight when they really fell back to earth there. Um, you know, it is it is tough to see Chase Claypool not do well anymore and be a good player because, you know, I, I was like fun to root for. He's a interesting NFL character, but not – not my guy, you know. Not yeah, one, of them. but it would, it would be it would really suck if we got Chase Claypool right now. If we had that Juju <laughs> Claypool combo, maybe that's what we need to get. Bring Juju it back. back. Get I Big Ben. Know. Call him. What's he up to? Le'Veon Bell. Play all those Sign guys. AB. Get AB. him back. We have a jersey for you yeah, already. Exactly. Um, would, but you know, yeah, after good. the Steelers, we got the Chiefs. Going to that game. That, that'll be that'll, good. that'll be a. It's gonna be warm. It's gonna be an interesting game. December eighteenth. Sure. Yes. Uh. At. Oh, 8 50. It's a night game. Oh, yeah. It's going to be Sunday night. The heart of New England. Very all, cold. Waiting all day for Sunday night as uh, Mariah. No, what's her name? Carrie Underwood. Yes. Uh, Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey would say. And then we get the Broncos. Originally, you know, I thought this is going to be the most boring football game of all time, but that was actually the last two weeks that we've been watching that so the broncos have actually been, they've been a good team they've been very russell good as of, as of late russell wilson looks really good broncos country um our our not i don't want to say weekly russell wilson recap but um we've we we've talked about up him with every him now and then fairly you know, often, yeah i was so, a hater you you mentioned that he's playing quite well yeah he, i've i've is to be fair with russ he was awful last year i shit on him a lot last year but keeping that same fairness, I wanted to defend him this season. And, you know, they're six and five right now, better record than the Bills. They started out one and five. Yeah. So, I mean, um, I mean, he has, I mean, 21, pretty much 2,200 yards. It's 2,199. He has 20 touchdowns and four picks. That's pretty good. He might, he might be back. It, I don't, you know, I I'm, think he might be back. It, it, I'm not going to, yeah, I'm going to knock thinking, on wood because, be you know, it was sad to see him go. Because I, I liked Russell Wilson. I was a Russell Wilson fan, and he's really sucked these last two years, and it's really hard to root for a player when I mean, they've just I, completely I, fallen. I'm going to be honest. He's on pace to finish with the most touchdown passes he's had since 2020. Um, He's on pace. If, if he keeps going, he'll finish with like a, a one of his higher touchdown uh, totals in his career. And four right now is his lowest interception total that he's ever had. I know That's pretty good. there's still a lot of time left, but let Russ cook. Let him cook, man. Let, let him cook. cook. Um, then you know, we got a rematch against the Bills on New Year's, which you know, Josh Allen. Oh, we'll seems be watching to think that game. Yeah, together. we'll be watching that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh Josh Allen seems to think he's back. So we'll see how that goes. Can't beat the birds though. And then we got the Jets. We got the Jets last the Jets. game of the season. Jets are back. This is going to be a crazy game. A lot is going to be riding on it because, you know, Aaron Rodgers could be back depending on if, um, you know, the Jets are a possible playoff team. Um, which, which it doesn't look a, like the trajectory of the quarterback situation. That it, I mean, it don't look good. The Jets at this present moment, let's see, they are four and seven. So I doesn't look like they're going to be a uh, playoff team. They're on a losing streak. They've lost four in a row. Which is tough for them. But they they were in a good spot earlier. Tied for the worst losing streak in the NFL along with us, Carolina. Uh, that's it. Us, Carolina, and the Jets. We've lost five in a row. Four in a row, sorry. Yeah. Sad to see. But, I mean, that's going to be a – that game could really go either way. It really doesn't matter. You know, I would hope that if we're in a position to secure a higher pick – you know, I, I know I, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore because, you know, we've been pro we've been anti-tank this whole season. I just suggested, you know, potential the possibility of not trying to beat the Jets. We Shame haven't lost the what the fuck am I talking about? Get this helmet off me. Yeah, that's not tank. Oh, God, it was it was it was trying to it was doing it's things corrupting. to my brain. It was cutting off the blood flow. <laughs> yeah, the brain. blood flow to my brain is all <laughs> fucked up. I was I was actually considering losing to the Jets on purpose. We hadn't lost to the Jets in at least four years. And that's not starting now. No. It's not starting next year. It's not starting ever. 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 Never, ever. Never, ever, no how forever. Especially if they have Aaron Rodgers. No, we're going to beat his ass. We're going to beat, yeah. 
Mac Jones. We'll put Mac Jones out there on defense just so we can grab his ankle and twist it like he did to Brian Burns. Yeah. Yeah. Get ready, uh, dude. Is- oh, are we going to be stuck in this situation where every week the media is going, who's going to start at quarterback? Who's going to start at quarterback? And Bill goes, Oh, you know, we haven't made our decision just yet, but you're going to get someone coming soon. And then every week it's going to be Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi, Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi. No one's going to try Malik Cunningham at any point. Well, I just put him on the roster. Give him a chance. Give put him, him chance. in there. You know what? No. Like, it's like we, 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 we need to just try something, you know? We, we I, do. We, I agree. And also, before, like, in reference to the quarterbacks, we talked last week about Will Greer. He gone. Yeah, we knew he wasn't going to start. I mean, thanks for coming by, Will. Good luck. Uh, have a safe flight wherever you go next. But Malik Cunningham, we saw flashes in the preseason. Um, we were at that. <laughs> we were at that game. I think that was actually, the last time I was happy. Actually, it was so funny because you you <laughs> that game was like the shittiest game <laughs> ever. <laughs> we didn't move the ball at all on offense. We watched Zappy shit the bed. Trace McSorley shit the bed for two more quarters. I forgot that we had Trace McSorley. Yeah, throw it on a dime while y'all ain't even trying. I went to Briarwood. I'm wearing number nine. Trace McSorley. Watch, listen to a song. Very good music. Very jazzy, snazzy, fun stuff. But um, sponsored sponsored by Trace McSorley. Get him back <laughs> in the team. <laughs> no, nah, we don't actually need him. He sucks sponsored too. By Trace McSorley. We've had Trace McSorley. We've had Will Greer. Uh, we had Matt Corral. Why don't we just? Why don't we just like sign Carson Wentz to the practice squad? Because he got he's on the he's on the Rams. He is in the Rams. So Damn we, it, we lost our Co- chance. Corral, Greer, um, wow. McSorley, Zappy, Matt Jones, count? Cunningham. We've had yeah. six quarterbacks. We six. tried. I mean, we they you can't say they're not trying because they're trying. It's just we're in a. We're in a whirlpool of suck right now, and we can't find anyone with anything. And Corral, Whoa. honestly, Corral had some. Um, yeah, he, he had some potential. Hope, he had but some he, potential, but I think he got to New England, saw what was going on, and then just immediately became depressed, and his mental health deteriorated. Yeah, he definitely wasn't instantly. depressed beforehand when no. they replaced him with the number one pick in the draft. Well, <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> he definitely wasn't depressed then. He was depressed. When he got here, <laughs> and he saw Bill Belichick, uh, the Patriot way, the Patriot way. Well, yeah, I mean, we've we've taken a lot of swings. I wouldn't say that the problem is, and I think this has been a problem at not just the quarterback position, but several positions on our team is we always take a lot of swings, but we never take a big swing, right? We're never ones to go and offer a huge contract to a big name guy and try and bring them in or like trade for a mega star, right? Like we try and build pieces, small pieces and win with those, but it's not going to work anymore because obviously it hasn't worked the last three years. And the common denominator is, I don't know, maybe a guy that wore number 12, who knows? It just seems volunteered to take pay cuts to, to make the situation better. You know, it's tough to find guys like that too. Yeah. That was, that was honestly, I mean, obviously, it's tough. It, he was the best player of all time, but it, it's that was a dream situation, and it worked out for it worked out mutually for for everyone for a long time. And you know, we're just in a stage right now where we're we're gonna have to suck for a little bit to get better, which doesn't make sense. And you know, we're in a world of shit. Might need some restructuring, and I think a place to start with that is getting rid of Bill Belichick as the GM. I agree. And then maybe we reevaluate the uh, Bill O'Brien hire, and just we need we need a whole we need to revamp this offense entirely. I don't year. I don't know if it would be wise to get rid of Bill O'Brien because we've we should I sure as hell do not want Josh McDaniels back in the building. I think that would be a tremendous mistake. Um, Where is it? Did I? What? what are you looking for? My water. It's uh. Oh, is it over there? Over here, I hit it. What? Oh, you hit it from me. Yep. Ah. Oh, God. I thought you were going to just. I was going to throw it, and then I realized how heavy and metal it was. Um, I think we should keep uh, Bill O'Brien for next year. I think in this circumstance that we do bring in a new quarterback, um, I think it's important to have 
like an established offense where everybody is on the same page. So if he comes in and the rest of the team knows what's going on and not everyone has to learn it together, I think it will accelerate the um, development of whatever guy we bring in if we do that by a really, really good amount. Honestly, for next year too, I wouldn't be completely upset in a scenario where we got Marvin Harrison and then we were like, all right, we're just going to get a bridge guy for a year and we just sign like a, like a Kirk cousins for a year or get Joshua Dobbs for a year or someone like that to just come in and play. And, and, then, quarterback. and then well, then we're going to be in the same situation, but at least, you know, we, we're, we're actively using our picks while we have them to try to build up an offense and find that guy of the future, you know, something to hand him to. Cause you know, we give the keys to anyone right now. They're going to fail. I think that the ideal scenario would be, Marvin Harrison Jr. and then you draft like a Michael Penix in the second round or maybe like uh is Jaden Daniels draft eligible? I don't know. But draft another guy later in the same draft in the second round. You know, you got to you got to fix it. But I mean, as of right now this says we have the third pick, the Tankathon uh website. Is that what the I've, website's called? Yes. I've That's seen a, a lot of other things that say we have the second pick. Um and I oh oh, oh what is it what is that you you hear that sound that that must be that must mean that Andrew are you ready to enter the shotgun Chocolate. here and um you know we haven't been the best at performing here in the last several weeks but you know today is an opportunity for you to turn it around just like the Patriots have an opportunity every week to turn it around yep. You know, I sh- maybe shouldn't have said that because it hasn't gone well for them, but maybe it'll go well for you. Um, maybe maybe this is the reason why the Patriots have been doing so poorly because we've been bad at the shotgun. Yeah, this is it, true. It all works together. Everything, you know. Well, let's – Everything happens for a reason. Let's say uh, in this scenario, we'll say the Patriots have the second overall pick right mm-hmm. now in the draft. So, Andrew, are you ready for your question? Are you all set? Uh, oh, I haven't even punctured yeah, the hole gotta, yet. Gotta, yeah, let's yeah. let's make sure I don't mess also, this part uh, up because I've been messing it up every time. Shout out far. Blue Moon, uh, not sponsored, but always love a good good mm-hmm. cold Blue Moon to uh, shout out the order of the Blue Moon. Mm, only select few will know what that mm-hmm. means. Well, you have an interesting puncturing strategy. <laughs> Worked out quite well. <laughs> All right, she's open. Nice. Good hole. Interesting. See, I always do like a gaping hole. Yeah, you know, we just got a got pathway, yep. you know. For, All right. For to come through. Are you ready? Let me uh, pull up my timer uh, here. Oh. So to remind everybody of the rules, I'm going to ask Andrew here a trivia question. He's going to have one minute in total to both shotgun his whole blue moon and answer my question. If he does it successfully – he gets a win under the shotgun. If he doesn't, he loses. Andrew, are you ready to enter the shotgun? Oh, oh, I'm ready. All right. Andrew, since the Patriots are projected the second overall pick in this upcoming draft, can you name me the last five number two overall picks in the NFL draft? Oh, God. Ready? Go. And he's off. Sounds like he's moving. He's running out of liquid in there. That's good. Ooh. <laughs> oh, it's done. You, right. got, you got time. You got like five <laughs> seconds. We got the Jets. Um. All right. Last year, Bears were first. Oh, Texans. All right. Um, Jets, Texans. Well, I'm asking for the players. Oh, the players. Yeah, who did they draft? Oh, uh, Bryce Young, Zach Wilson. Bryce Young was not. Oh, shit. A- CJ Stroud. <laughs> CJ Stroud is one. Zach Wilson um, is also one. Aiden Hutchinson. Yep. You need two more. Um, teams. Think teams four years teams. ago and five years ago. Four and five years ago. Um, Trey- both defensive players, both on the same team now. Oh, Chase Young. Yeah. Oh, yep. Chase Young and. Oh, Nick Bosa. Oh, with Let's one get- second. Just- oh, <laughs> oh. 
Unbelievable, and he does that, it. That wow! Didn't, that didn't save me. It was. I know. I, I I could see the wheels turning. <laughs> but oh, yeah, boy. I mean, the first win in the shotgun for Andrew, and uh, we're back on the board. And I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna read. Would you? Okay, I'm gonna go uh, position or pick by pick. CJ Shroud. Would you? Would you take him? Good. Good or bad? You think? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Take take CJ Shroud. Aiden Hutchinson. I'd take him. He's good. He's, He's got great. a pick against Justin Fields. He's really good. Um, Zach Wilson, not so good. Not so good. Not so good. We don't want we don't want a Zach Wilson there. Chase Young, I like Chase Young a lot. I don't um, know why the Commanders don't like him. Did you know that the last three games that the 49ers have had Chase Young, fifteen sacks, three games. Chase Young has fifteen sacks in three games. Well, the Forty ers the team. The, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, he's he's good. And Nick Bosa, obviously, you take him. He's a defensive player of the year. So. Yeah, uh, the stats, I mean, four for five is pretty good in the last five years. So if we end up with a pick that high, uh, it data suggests it's hard to miss, you know, hard to miss. Good job, Andrew. How do you feel having won your first shotgun? I feel rejuvenated. I feel like a new new man. It's time to celebrate. Um, feel, you know, I'm feeling, feeling a hat trick for, for, for today's game. Oh, we do have a men's league game today. Yeah. And that uh, might be a little too ambitious, though, because last time I said it, I didn't even get a goal. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, we'll see. I don't know. We'll see. It's this seems like it could be a night for winning. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I think if you got a top three pick, that means that there are only two guys in all of college football that are eligible that you're not allowed to take. So if you miss from that high up, shame on you. Well, that's that's that's. Tough too, right? Because you know, two of those picks are probably going to be a quarterback. As of right now, um, the Bears have the first pick, which corresponds with the Panthers' draft position. And you know, they're gonna—you got to be thinking—if they end up with the first pick, they're going to take a quarterback to replace Justin Fields. You know, they gotta—they gotta do something to bring some new life and energy to that team. And I don't know. It doesn't they, even hurt them too well, because they have another pick, which is going to be their own, where they can do a similar thing to what the Texans did and just get a defensive guy, and boom, you you've just created two pillars for your future right there. The Bears actually went out and said Ryan Poles, the Bears GM, went out and said that a quarterback would have to absolutely like blow them out of the water for them to take one and move on from Justin Fields. I mean, that's that's. that's Justin Fields, who has four points in fantasy, by the way, in case anyone was wondering, is 59 yards. So, I think that's a that's a foolish decision by a notoriously bad franchise. I mean, yeah, it's not. I have been on record saying that I think Justin Fields is the worst starting quarterback in the NFL. Is that true as of this present moment? Maybe, dude. Maybe if, if you we had Justin Fields and the Patriots right now, we'd be much better. I think. Yeah, it, well, like our run game would be unstoppable. It'd be. I don't uh, know about unstoppable. Maybe not unstoppable, no. but it would be freaky good. It would be funny. It would I be know because our O line is ass. Yeah, but it's Steve, Steve can run. Up. Steve can run. Zeke is you know he he eats sometimes. Feed him. He's he's, him. he's fun to watch. We didn't really talk about the actual game that we played this week. Um, <laughs> just, we got I, a blue right pass. It when we I didn't want to talk about it. Football. Yeah, I, I didn't <laughs> want to talk about it. I'm sure you guys don't want to listen to it and relive those terrible memories. But Ramondre Stevenson, we were talking about it. He's He's got juice. I mean, he runs hard. He's got crazy bursts. He maintains balance super well. Um, Demario Douglas, although Mac Jones apparently thinks he's nine feet tall, and can throw him the ball anywhere he wants in triple That's coverage. So crazy. So such crazy. a terrible decision. Um, he's good. He is so elusive. You know, he's a, another guy who has great acceleration and is shifty. Um, Tyquan Thornton, ass, sucks. Don't want to see him ever again. Shame on him for wearing number 11. Red sleeves. <laughs> red sleeves as well. He's just he's just disgracing the legacies of so many Patriots that I have fond memories of. Hey, he caught a screen pass last week. Is that it? <laughs> Is that the end of the time? <laughs> well, there was a play where we were watching. He ran. I think it was supposed to be like a 10-yard in route, but he kind of ran it like a comeback or like a 10-yard hitch. And 
he, the, Michael's the, car? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's ugly. <laughs> Squeaky. <laughs> the, the pass hit him in both hands, which I know is the worst spot you wanted to hit in yeah. both of your hands. No, that was Devontae Parker. No, this that was, was Taquan Thornton. That was one. Nope. Wait, what? what? Oh, yeah, red sleeves. You're right. Yeah. The ones got confusing. Yeah, he, double ones. Double <sighs> yeah, ones, double sense. ass. So we caught it, and then it, he didn't catch it because it was it hit the ground because he can't catch because he sucks. And he's super skinny, and he can't catch the ball through contact. He did have a screen pass where he took it like 10 yards. Whoopty fucking do. Good job. Um, fucking do you caught a ball that like those plays like that are unless you're making a guy miss it's just a good play call by the coordinator because they're setting up a play for you to be open and run forward because your guys are blocking for you and then if you can make a guy miss and get more yards after it like all, all good to you that you should be getting that ball but he's not that type no. of player I, I hate the whole school of Baylor now because of Tyquan Thornton. They've done nothing to him. <laughs> Dude, what? I don't, I, what about the Duck? The Duck seems like a fun guy. The du- That's Oregon. Baylor, ah, they're he, Bears. He, yeah, I get confused. They're green. Get, get him green out of machine. there. Juju, uh, Juju had a nice fourth down like conversion. We, we got um, Tyquan Thornton to be that speedy guy, you know, catch the ball <laughs> downfield. It's never happened once. I don't even remember like an overthrown ball or anything to him. Like he, they just it it doesn't happen. It doesn't work. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like him. Uh, <laughs> uh, I would like them to give Kayshawn Boutte just a, another shot. You oh. know, just get like let him play let him for cook. a little bit because he his only opportunities in the NFL were like crazy sideline catches that he almost got, and you know he he played well against the Eagles. Just give him another shot. I, I don't see what we really have to lose when we're dealing with a receiving room that's this horrible right now. Yeah, and I will say, um, shout out to us. Credit where credit is due. We were absolutely right about the Mario Douglas. He is he is our best receiver by a mile. Um, he has 36 catches, 406 yards. So far, he's averaging 11.6 yards per reception. Catch rate of 65.5%. He is great. And I've seen like some advanced analytics of him. Um, it's like receivers uh, and like the yards of separation that they create. And it's a, it's a, like a T graph where they have dots representing every receiver. And it's like uh, yards of separation and then like yards per catch. And uh, it's, you know, like on an X, Y scale. And Demario Douglas is in like the upper right quadrant, which is the best quadrant that you can be in. He's he's with like some of the best guys in the league. Like he's surrounded by like Tyreek and like Diggs and Tank Dell. Tank Dell's there. He's what a dog he is. And on the bottom left quadrant are legitimately all of our other receivers. <laughs> Everybody else on that team is in that quadrant, and he is here. So he's awesome great. Sign. Yep. Yeah, he's awesome. I mean, he's putting up pretty good numbers with. <laughs> The worst quarterbacks ever. You know, you think this, you, you think, I mean, if we get an actual number one receiver to pair with him, too, like now we're talking, you know, we got this good run game, we're working on the offensive line, tight end is manageable right now, even though Hunter Henry got zero receptions last week. Mm. Um, can I, you t- can I tell you something crazy? Yeah, I Demar- like crazy facts, Demario Douglas. Younger than both of us. Really? Yeah. Well, it makes you think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy fun fact for you. How Give him the ball. How old is he? 20, he 22? Uh, December 8th, 2000. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm a month older than him. Two months, yeah, for me. Yes. So, you, uh, <laughs> I don't know. You're two weeks older than me, but you're two months older. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, which is – I spin zone, such great news because he – What are you, are you giving yourself a man bun? I'm going to make one down the line. <laughs> close. Um, that's gonna be a funny era. Um, <laughs> I'm not. There's no way I get it to that long. I'll, I'll probably get a cut for this week, but I've been saying that for. A you should while at least now. wear it for a, a little bit. That'd be really funny. Anyways, Mario Douglas, 22 <laughs> years old, um, so young, maybe talented. 
maybe there will be a time when he'll look back after his five Super Bowl rings and 18 all pro, or not 18. Let's go eight all pros with yeah. the Patriots. And I'll say, wow, I can't believe in my rookie year I was catching passes from Mac Jones. And yeah. now I've won eight Super Bowls with Caleb Williams in a row. Yes. Wow. Or or another theory, the Texans are thinking, hmm. I hate He's this. pretty good. He said this earlier. I, I my skin crawled. <laughs> if I'm the Texans right now, you know, you got you got Tank Dell, you know, you got CJ Stroud, things are going well. Nico Collins been good. Why don't you just, you know, trade the Patriots for 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 tomorrow Douglas and get a good, you know, slot guy? If I'm the Patriots, and I'm a Patriots fan, I would never do it unless it was a you know, we're talking high pick of the table, which isn't gonna happen. Um, but that being said, take. that being said, if I'm a Texans fan, my God, I'd be all over that. That'd be, that'd be, that'd be fun. I will say we are big fans of Demario Douglas here. He also only has 400 yards and like no touchdowns. He's not. Yeah, but he didn't play for like the first couple games of the season. And once he finally did play, he's the only good receiver on a horrible team. It makes it so easy for defenses to try to counter him because I mean yeah, he's triple covered in, in the he's triple covered dude he's triple covered if you, okay if you look at a highlight reel this isn't a highlight reel if you look at a shit light light reel <laughs> shit light of reel. all the last 10 interceptions we have thrown at least three or four of them are two Demario Douglas in like triple or quadruple coverage what can I say he's a dog and these these quarterbacks just can't stay away from him can't stay away he's got that it factor. If Demario Douglas is not at least a star development in the next Madden, we riot. Okay, I don't know if any of you. Guys oh, he's got to be play Madden, but uh, that's the only joy I get from football at this point. So uh, I sure do. Fake, <laughs> fake football. I'm, black I'm, I'm only happy in my fantasy land. Um, <laughs> Rated. <laughs> so I mean, super bright spot, Demario Douglas. Um, I mean, we Christian Gonzalez. Obviously, we're gonna get him back. Um, thank God, dude. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get fooled again so hard going into next season because I, I hope to God we're gonna be better. It's gonna be impossible to be worse, nearly impossible, I should say. Um, but I remember not so long ago, I predicted that this team would go ten and seven, and unless. The NFL adds a few more weeks and takes away a few of our losses. That ain't going to happen. So next year, I presume that going into the season, I'm going to say probably 12-5. and five, I'm going to predict we go. And it's only up from here. <laughs> it's, all, I'm no, very- it's actually so funny to just think about what our, our prior takes were at the beginning of the season and just watch how things have actually played out. Yeah, I think we both predicted 10 and 7 records overall and it's just so funny to see none of that happen at all and we just watched this team crumble instead. Cuz it's it's like it it it's really tough to I'm not, I don't want to say it's tough to imagine cuz we're watching it right now but it's it, like going into the season the notion was Mac Jones, you know, he's he's a good stable quarterback. He's a Kirk Cousins type caliber quarterback that was his ceiling you know top 16 half of of quarterbacks 20 but you know now he has bill o'brien coming into the offense things are going to be good kendrick Bourne's going to be working in the offense a little bit more and it's just everything that could have gone wrong has gone wrong for this team for this offense thus far and the craziest part about it all is we've lost major defensive pieces and they have still been great yeah, well, this is our second game we've lost the season when our defense has only let up ten points. Yeah, that's a sign of a good team. Well, regardless, only if we had a good kicker to to you know put yeah, it. Chad Ryland, go, go kick rocks down on Revere Beach, you piece of shit. Anyways, Ugh, why Revere Beach? Because it's not a good beach. Because Paul Revere and he's a Minuteman and Patriots. And I just meant the town, the town of Revere. Shout out Revere if you're from there. Um, There was a a meat place I saw on a reel from Revere recently. All right. Well, that's good. No, it's actually so crazy. It's going to be really tough for me to describe the the device that they were using to. Oh, what the fuck is that? Yeah, right. This is something you see from Saw. But. 
like, that's going on in Revere, yeah, Massachusetts. It, like I, I had to send it to Janelle because I didn't know if it was real right, or not. Here's the thing. So <laughs> Kenny's roast beef. Dude, Kenny's roast beef. Crazy. So I petitioned that we put Chad Ryland <laughs> on that and spin him over the fire. Let's just put. Okay, we're gonna give Chad Ryland to Kenny's roast beef, <laughs> and they're gonna <laughs> cook him up to something good. Uh, well, hey, I mean, next season. I, I I'm very I'm I look forward very much at the end of this year looking back at our first few episodes and seeing all of our predictions, uh, which came life. Yeah, because I I do remember I I think I predicted us beating the Eagles, week one and then like going on a crazy run like at the end of the season. I'm very excited to look at that and uh, see where everything fell apart. But we're going to do that, and then next year, I'm sure I'll make totally reasonable and rational decisions on the games that next we will Next year, win. hey, 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 uh, season eight finished. We got a bunch of games that we could still win on this calendar, and if we win out, we can still make the playoffs. We can clinch a wild card. Things got to go our way, but there's still a shot, and because there's still a shot, we should never give up. Never give up, never surrender. Caleb Williams, we're going to draft you with the 20th overall pick because, of course, we are going to make the playoffs. And, and we will do well in the playoffs. Of course, we will still probably win the Super Bowl. So just, okay, does Mac Jones have a path to stay left? To say, Mac I, think, Jones, I, think, I think the path that we thought he had has just been dwindled and dwindled even more each week. Yeah, so last, last week we said Mac's path to staying on was to win out and make the playoffs. Um, and like win a few games, I think his path now is to win out, throw for probably 350 to 400 yards a game and many, many touchdowns a game. No picks, no picks at all, no fumbles at all, probably no incompletions at all. Make the playoffs, win the Super Bowl, and break the single season passing touchdown record. And then he will be able to go into training camp next year and fight for the starting role. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm I think looking that's fair. fair. Yeah. What do you think? I'm, yeah. I'm fair? looking forward to seeing him do it. I believe. Yeah. I'm a believer in Mac Jones. It's, just, it's like, well, I guess <laughs> all that's left to do now is to see it happen live next week, yes. next Sunday, as Mac Jones takes on the Los Angeles Los Angeles Super Chargers. Oh yeah. Start Keenan Allen in your fantasy lineups. Or, or you know what? They better hope they don't get zapped.